It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew. Mo. Yo. Cow. Bringing the bull. And this episode of Sultans of Smoke is sponsored by Cigar Noise. If you guys haven't checked out Cigar Noise app or CigarNoise.com, do so now. Dave, the owner of Cigar Noise, was on uh, last week, week before. If you like that at all, you will love Cigar Noise. What's up, guys? What's going on, man? Another week? Yes, indeed. <laughs> Another cast. Another Cigar cast. More beef with the cow. More cow. All we do. All we got. How was you guys' week last Danny week? Again. Missing Danny again. I wasn't going to mention what's, it. Nobody cares. What's our excuse this week? What are we going <laughs> to say he's doing? He's actually at an event. He's at an event. He's at an event. That's his there excuse. We're going to have to ask him about all these events. They got him traveling a lot. Yeah. He's not used to that. <laughs> yeah. That work. It's rough. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do. I want to take a few minutes or a minute here. Uh, number one, first and foremost, I want to thank the guys on Cigar Authority again for having me on. Uh, Dave Garofalo, Jonathan, uh, Barry Stein, Ed Sullivan. Thank you so much. Uh, that was an awesome, awesome experience. And, uh, that was just, uh, I don't know, it was really cool. Secondly, uh, what were we talking about right now before we're making fun of somebody? <laughs> making fun of Danny? Danny? Uh, Danny, yeah. Dave? I forgot. No. All right. Damn it. That's all. Oh, well. It'll come back. It'll come back. At, at some time it'll... when it won't make any sense. Right. Um, so I actually had a question about this Cigar Authority podcast. Yeah. So, so if people haven't watched, which I assume they have, because they're much bigger than we are, um, it's like filmed live, right? There's video, yeah. and you're sitting there at a desk or something with a bunch of people. Right. What's that like in terms of differences, right? Because you've been doing this podcast for years. Mm -hmm. You did that one for the first time. What's different about that? Oh man, it was like. Uh... Well, you know, first of all, there are actual people in the audience, like, watching. Interesting. So that, that's different. Um, so you don't have to just imagine that there are people listening? <laughs> no. <laughs> there are people? No. Actually We're very listening. imaginative, yeah. Uh, that's the main difference, man. But, but also being, um, you know, Jonathan and I had met at an IPCPR, like, three years ago. But I had never met uh, Barry Stein or, or uh, David Garofalo or, um, you know, David Garofalo is the guy who owns Two Guys Smoke Shop in New Hampshire, for those who don't know, and uh, does Cigar Authority. Um, and I'd never met Barry Stein before or Ed Sullivan, so a lot of it was new, you know. I mean, if us three knuckleheads were to get up on a stage and just start BSing, there would still be a level of nerves just because that's not our typical format. But I think we'd feel just, you know, like kind of whatever about it because we're used to talking to one another. Yeah. But that that was a little bit different. Those guys know their stuff. Oh, yeah. And, dude, they had... So I had heard about this episode they did with, like, this rep from the industry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Rep X. Uh, yeah. So I watched this yesterday. 
while I'm smoking a cigar. And it was very similar to a lot of the stuff that, that we've talked about in terms of the differences in roles and, and things that you encounter. Um, but he was, man, no holds barred that guy. That was a great episode. And I, and I hope they bring him back on. Yeah. See what else he has to say. I was, I, I'm not going to lie. The whole time I was trying to figure out who it was. <laughs> <laughs> you and everybody else. <laughs> yeah. I ain't gonna lie about it. And and it was funny because the guy obviously has an East Coast accent of oh, yeah. some sort. Um, so but all those guys do. So that doesn't help. Yeah, I mean, it could have been anywhere along the East fucking seaboard at that point. But, yeah. you know, either way. Fair enough. Drew, how was your weekend? You were in... You were in Nashville, weren't you? Nashville, Tennessee. Tell us about it, man. It was good. Actually, uh, if anybody's listening over at Smoker's Abbey, I dropped in there. Um, surprisingly, they had heard of the podcast. Really? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. They were just um, reviewed on uh, Half Wheel. Their shop? Yeah. The shop was? Yeah, sure was. Hmm. Did you see that big that big bar they're building out there? At Smoker's Abbey? Mm-hmm. Mm, I did not, I guess. Did they finish it already? Mm, there was a big lounge area, but I didn't see a bar. Huh. It was under construction when I was there about a month and a half ago. Oh. In the shop or what? Yeah. So as you walk through the door to the left... Yes. It was just a big Cash open... to the right. Yeah, it was just a big open area. Did I miss the bar? <laughs> uh, it must still be... Bar away. Must still, so there's no construction being made right now? Uh, not that I saw. So they must have finished it. Did they, okay, did they serve alcohol there? I didn't stay long. I just picked up a few cigars. That doesn't oh. mean you can't have a drink. I mean, I didn't. I don't... So I don't know. Oh, you're oh. not allowed in my state, man. I didn't at one shop. I went to Costa Monte Cristo too. Did you drink there? Oh yeah, in uh, in Nashville. How I was did, that? I did not, but it was it was a good shop. Did you pick up that uh, Costa exclusive uh, Caldwell? Mm, no, I did not. Mm. Cool. But it was good. Good shop. Different cigars. I think okay. I I sent you guys a picture of what I uh, picked up. I must have just skipped over that. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I looked at it. I don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> must have been uh, not too memorable. No, I mean, that was days ago and many drinks back. It was, actually. No, here we go. Wait, no, that was Danny. Danny Danny keeps getting bombed from like people with cigars. It's, it's truly remarkable. He gets more free stuff than anybody I've ever met. Uh, I picked up the uh, Epernay. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, 300 hands. Maduro or Habano? No. Maduro. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, let's see. What's the other illusion? The Ultra? Is that what you picked up? Gar. Uh, one off? Pronounce it right? One off? No. Brown Band? Gar East or whatever? Oh, yeah, that one. Gista, yeah. Yeah. That is like the ultimate forgotten Illusioni cigar. Yeah. That's good. 
it's a good cigar. But yeah, no, it's like, no, like when people talk about a losing oil, they never talk about that cigar. I almost smoked it until uh, Danny said smoke the uh, Blind Man Maduro. How was that? Um, I mean, it was pretty good. I don't, it's been forever since I've had their, um, I can't remember what they make it in now, but there are other two versions. Mm-hmm. Don't they make it in a broadleaf and a Ecuador? Well, I think it, it's a Habano, Habano, and I think they might do a Connecticut, too. Maybe that's what it is. Uh, Crown Heads exclusive for um, Smoker's Abbey. Picked that up. How was it? I haven't smoked it, but I picked it up. Oh, that's a good choice. I love getting those exclusives for shops when I'm there, to the extent that I can. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, you just don't get it anywhere else. It's cool. Right. Hence the exclusivity. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Crowned heads, uh, I'm not sure who's coming, but they will be in Tulsa this Thursday, Friday? I can't remember what. You should go, man. If you get it, my guess is Miguel will be there because I don't I don't think John Huber travels at all. So it'll probably be Miguel. He's a great guy. You should go meet him. Let's That's see. Them too, don't they? Yeah, but I'm I bet Miguel would be there. Their Maybe rep and our great friend Brian McGee will be on hand. Mm. Never met him. I don't know, man. Just the rep will be in. Cool. I don't have a clue. <laughs> Anyways, that's Sweet. how it went. It's a pretty good trip. We hit a couple of deer on the way down there. Did you, you really? Hit a couple deer? <laughs> Two at one time, yeah. It's no that's joke. Impressive. Uh, yeah, it was. We, uh, so. My father-in-law has a big RV that we took down with a Jeep behind it. And uh, we unhitched in Arkansas, drove around, we had to go to the store and stuff, and we're headed back and annihilated two deer in the middle of the freaking road, man. We actually drove back. Uh, I wasn't driving. I was passenger. He was driving. Two people in the back seat. Freaking hit these deer. Luckily, rolled them both underneath the Jeep. We ramped over top of them. Jesus. It only bent up the plastic, uh, part of the plastic bumper. So we actually cut the bumper off, went went back, and both the deer are just dead right in the middle of the road. You take them? <laughs> why, why does everybody ask that? I mean, that's a lot of meat. <laughs> we're, on a, we're on an RV trip, and I'm going to load up two deer. <laughs> <laughs> in, in a Jeep with four people. Cow, are you are you a venison connoisseur? I wouldn't say connoisseur, but I've had it. Huh. I grew up out in the country, and people would hit deer on the road sometimes, and I'd be like, "All right, I'll take it." We did not keep the deer. Oh, you missed out. That roadkill, man. Yeah. Uh, Other than that, that was it, man. Went well. We were there for work, so it was a big convention, and that's what we spent all our time doing, actually. Now, you asked us a question today, before we get into cow's topics. You asked us a question today, and I didn't know how to answer it. 
And normally when somebody asks me to compare, like, hey, man, if X, if I like X cigar, what else would I like, right? And you had asked us about, you You had somebody ask you, I, hey, I like the Olivia, Olivia, man, I'm starting to sound like other people now, Olivia, Olivia right? Yeah. Oliva <laughs> Milanio V. And you had said your father-in-law? Yes. one that really likes that cigar? Mm-hmm. And you're like, guys, what else should I recommend them? Dude, I was stumped. I'm not really sure. Yeah, I haven't I smoked one in so like long. That. I haven't either. <laughs> I didn't know what the... He didn't ask, but I, uh, his birthday was today, so we were getting him some cigars. So mm-hmm. uh, I have no idea. Anybody got suggestions? Message us back. Send the Sultans of Smoke. Yeah, Instagram, we're on there, wherever. You can find us. If you're listening, you guys know how to get a hold of us. <laughs> That's true. What would you suggest for somebody that likes that cigar? Wasn't that 2017 Cigar of the Year? 16, yeah. 17? I think so. No, it was earlier 17. than that. 17 was no, the shark. No. 16 It was then? like uh, 16 maybe. No, 15. Yeah, something like that. We're just going to say some years and one of them will be right. It was the Cigar so of the Year it, at some point in time. It's Ecuador Sumatra wrapper. Hmm. Nicaraguan binder filler. Um, that's a really good question, man. I I really don't know. It was the Maybe. cigar of the year in 2014. Oh dang! From yeah, that's right. Shana. Yeah. Way off. 2014. Mo, you were still living back here. Yeah? No. No? Not at I that time? I just moved back to Illinois. Oh, true. True. Yep. Because I remember you and I were talking about that. And actually, I went out and I bought one. What did you think? <laughs> it was good. <laughs> it was good. But I smoked another one um, not long ago. I wanted to revisit it because, you know, you just like to revisit stuff sometimes, you know? Mm-hmm. And I uh, probably smoked one about a year ago and didn't enjoy it as much. Still a great cigar, but just not something I think I would seek out. Yeah. I guess I, I need to. I like the Series V, but I, I yeah. can't do the Milanio. It's just not. It's like musty. Mm-hmm. Musty. I guess I need to but pick I mean, one up and try it again. If you're looking at it from like a blend perspective, and it was funny because, you know, um, David Garofalo touched on something during the, during the uh, podcast that I was on with them. And he said, you know, sometimes you'll read a blend and you'll be like, oh, man, this sounds awesome. Let's do this and let's do that, right? And then you smoke it and you're like, oh, dude, this is fucking terrible, you know? And so which made me start thinking about what I said a couple weeks ago about what plays into why I would pick a cigar. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, so I, I would I would caution people to be careful because there are factories that use certain tobaccos better than others. Like uh, you know, like nobody does you know uh, certain things as good as others in terms of uh, different tobaccos. But just because a blend looks good doesn't necessarily mean it will be. So just keep in mind, like make it on a relative scale, like. For example, like if uh, Tatawahe comes out with a broadleaf and 
I see the other tobaccos used in it, I'm going to be like, okay, well, I trust how to buy his broadleaf blends, right? Yeah. That's just as an example. But, um, yeah, just because a, a blend looks good on paper doesn't always mean it's going to smoke well together. Mm-hmm. <sighs> That's legit. I don't know. But I, man, if anybody could think of me, I don't know why it's, that cigar stumps me so much in terms of uh, similar cigars. I got Probably zero responses from it. that. No, no, no. Wait, Danny texts back, right? No. No, Mo did. Nobody texted back with anything useful. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. I, I, I said Gurkha <laughs> Ghost. And that, that's like a super heavy Maduro cigar, so no. I've never, those, I've never had a Gurkha. Still to this day. Nice. <laughs> All right. Speaking of Gurkha, um, this actually segues beautifully into the next topic. Uh, Mo, you wanted to talk about urinal etiquette. <laughs> this is this is an you know this is starting to reach epidemic proportions. Okay. Um, if you're in a if you're in a public bathroom. And there are multiple stalls, right? Urinals. Well, not stalls. Let's just say urinals, right? Let's just say there's four of them. If there's three and you get in the middle and there's nobody else there, you're an absolute asshole. (laughs) Can we agree on that? Well, that or you're manhunting. Yeah, either that or you're you're going to be asking somebody the time, right? Or asserting your dominance over everybody else. (laughs) This is my fucking bathroom, the whole thing. (laughs) You could look at it that way, Cal. Certainly that's a perspective. But, I mean, if there's three urinals, that middle one is so clean you could eat out of it, right? Nobody's going (laughs) to use it. (laughs) Unless there's two other people. Right. But even if there's one other person and they're on the side, you don't get in the middle. You go to, even if it's the kitty one, okay, you go to the end. And you leave that middle one open. That's, a, that's the urinal of last result. Last right. resort. Sorry. Yeah, if you have no other choice. Yes. You don't just park up to somebody if you don't need to. I think that's weird. Start, yeah, absolutely start a conversation when you do. there's nothing good about that urinal conversation it can't go well (laughs) but they do it do you have a story to go with this Mo? no not particularly I mean other than I don't know if you guys remember back in the you guys remember that movie Ace Ventura Yeah. yeah remember when he was investigating who took the Super Bowl ring and he goes into the urinal and then he's right next to the one guy, and he's, like, trying to look at his, his Super Bowl ring to see if it's missing that stone. Yeah. And, uh, and the guy thinks he's obviously looking at his, you know, his, his stuff, his other stuff. And then he runs out, he runs out of the bathroom after him, like, <laughs> like, trying to, you know, thinking that he was interested in him. But the point is that... You had this happen to you? No, I have not had that happen. And they weren't looking at I, your Super Bowl ring? They weren't looking, no. I don't have, I never, <laughs> never played in the NFL. So or what I'm looking at. Well, nobody was looking at anything. My point <laughs> is that it's just, you know, when, when most, you're using a lot of so public humble. bathrooms, you know, you're using a lot of public bathrooms, right? Like if you're on the road, you're at the airport, you go to, you know, cigar shops or restaurants or whatever, 
And um, it's just it's just weird when I see people that just don't get it. Like, give people space. I was so at you this have people thing. like walk right up next to you and just oh yeah, go yeah, to no sound? shame, no shame. That's shameful. And then, right. I was at this. Uh, I was visiting a cigar place. I'm not going to say what it is, but they had a urinal. And so they had one stall and then two urinals. And the urinals are basically like right on top of each other. And so I'm using it. And then this guy comes right next to me. And, of course, he's, like, texting on his phone at the same time. You know, nice. type of deal. Nice. So it's, like, uh, it's just weird, man. And then it's, like, you're on top of each other. And it's, like, at that point, I would have rather just waited. Like, if the situation was reversed and he was using it before me, I would have literally just waited until he was done and then go. That's how close the urinals were. I mean, we were like, literally like our shoulders are touching almost. This is like some Ghostbusters don't cross the stream stuff. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's horrifying. I can't believe we're talking about this. Why? This is, oh, hey, God, this yeah. is real life shit. I must not run urinal. into this kind of thing. I hope it's not shit in the urinal. Maybe no, I, maybe like maybe I'm the uncomfortable guy. <laughs> the what? <laughs> I said I don't run into this sort of thing. And I said maybe I'm the uncomfortable guy. Yeah, maybe it's shoving in there. <laughs> it's just I just don't understand. Maybe somebody could help me shed light. Maybe other people have had these I think same experiences. I think this goes back to many of our other conversations of People don't give a fuck, and they all they <laughs> care about is themselves. That's yeah. True. That's, yeah, what, that's what it all boils down to. Here's another question for you guys. Uh-oh. You have to, you have to take a nasty number two. How long do you hold it? Like, I know people that will come hell or high water, they are not using a public restroom to go number two. Oh, pfft. Who cares? I I mean, for me, dude, it's a you know it's a point of pride. You know, let it go. I ain't shitting but, my pants over this. <laughs> right. Just let it go. Are, I mean, at, at what point? If you're one of those people that refuses to use a public bathroom, man, what's your cutting point? I mean, do you literally have to like almost shit your pants? Do you have to shart? I mean, do you have to have a little bit on the underwear before you finally <laughs> say, okay, I'm you know I'm putting this out? And, I, I bet they do. I bet they leave too to go down to home or something. Oh, got to go home. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know people that have done that. Cutting the party short. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are they, are, are they... those guys who, they're like that, right? They need, like, nobody in the bathroom for them to go. <laughs> so if <laughs> somebody comes right? in, they just sit there and, like, are forced to listen to the sounds of somebody else shitting next to them because <laughs> they won't shit. Yeah. Uh, what are they worried about? I don't know, man. Like, like here's the deal: everybody poops. <laughs> that is true. And and two, well, if you're in a but, stall, no, nope, nobody's looking to see who it is. I mean, <laughs> it's not going to be like, oh, that's the guy that was just in the bathroom blowing it up. <laughs> Maybe people do, but they do. They do do that. You think they oh, wait? Yeah. They're like, what shoes is oh, he yeah. wearing? <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, if it's if it, if it's if it's terrible, yeah, people make comments. 
I don't want to know who it is. I make comments, but I don't want to know who it is. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> and someone's like, holy shit, you know? Yes. <laughs> but I don't want to know who that person is. When they come out, I'm like, I ain't yeah. looking. <laughs> I like, do not want to eyes, know. Right? Now, the, the only thing that I do watch for is if I'm in the bathroom and they come out and they don't wash their hands, mm-hmm. I'm finding out who that is because I'm staying away from them. <laughs> High five that guy, right? Yeah. That's the dude that's out there shaking hands and fingering up your cigars. Oh. (laughs) Or your food. Roll that in your hand for for a while before you (laughs) you buy it. Get that nice shit all over it. Jeez. So, so changing, changing the topic a little Go bit. Go for I have it. This Change. Gigantic dilemma in front of me, literally right now. Okay, so my wife was just out hanging out with a friend, and she came back, and she brought me a cheeseburger. Eat it. And I'm looking at it, and I'm on this podcast, and I'm like, "What the fuck do I do with this cheeseburger?" So I'm gonna ask you guys some questions, and I'm gonna mute myself. <laughs> I'm gonna go to town on this fucking cheeseburger. All right. Um, cool. So here's a question for you. Uh, there's a video going around social media right now. It's from Tinderbox Waldorf. That yes, probably sir. tips you guys off. So oh, there's yeah. A customer, That's a customer of mine. Customer stole from the humidor, right? So it's one of the regular guys there. Mm-hmm. And, and for folks who haven't seen this video, it's like a video into the humidor. This guy takes like a bunch of cigars, like five or six probably, puts almost all of them in his pocket, and he comes out holding one cigar, and he says, put this one on my tab, right? And it's all on video. So if this was one of your smoking buddies, one of your friends that you smoke with all the time, how do you react to that video in that situation? So the rest of the story, does somebody know the rest of the story? Did he no, like go yeah. hang out and smoke after that, or did he leave? Or do you know, Mo, anything? No, I don't. I would assume he stayed and smoked, but I don't know. So I want to know... what. What do you do with like five cigars in your pocket? <laughs> if you go in there and smoke and sit down, you just like probably crushed six cigars and you ruined them anyway. So you stole cigars mm-hmm. that you then in turn ruined or mm-hmm. your sweaty ass is sitting on a leather sofa ruining right. them as well. I guess you don't care if you're stealing cigars, but um, it, so, so cow's question, uh, if I found out it was somebody I smoked with, you'd be out of the circle. Yeah, I, I'd have to agree with that. First and foremost, uh, stealing or theft of any kind is, uh, you know, in some countries you get your hand cut off for that shit, mm-hmm. right? And so um, I don't want to be associated with people like that, man. No. You know, whether it's somebody who physically steals or or people that uh, steal in business or, or just in general. I, I, don't, I don't like that. I have a very, very sh- uh, low tolerance for that type of shit. And, um, you know, the guys at Tinderbox Waldorf are, are awesome. They're from, from the owner on down, uh, you know, Sean Vader, he's on Instagram, Sean Vader. He just took a job with Romacraft. That's yeah. who's going to work with uh, Danny now. And uh, he's a great guy, and, and Josh, the manager, is a, a phenomenal human being. These are great people in a great shop, uh, and to see them, you know, kind of, uh, 
to have that on video is kind of interesting, but uh, do either we know, way, do we know how it was handled? Or excusable? Do we know? Excusable. Do we know anything else of how it was handled or that guy knows? I'm sure they handled it with class. No longer accepted. Yeah, they, they they like asked him to like figure it out first, and then he wouldn't like admit to it or figure it out or come to some other solutions. They were just like, "Fuck it, putting it on social media." Yeah. It had like twenty some thousand views when I looked at it on Facebook. But did they ban him? I mean, ban him from the scar shop? Hey, you're no longer allowed here. Type of I'd thing. I hope so. I don't know. Well, that's what I'd hope so too. But yeah, nobody, nobody wants to have that type of person around. No, it for everybody. Well, come on, that's your uh, your moral compass. <laughs> what are you doing in, tell, in the rest of your life or to your friends? I can tell or, you how. I can tell you how I handled it when it happened while I was at while I was managing the shop. What you got? Well, so I go up. So we had these cigars that we were featuring near the register, and I noticed that it was only a box of five because it was a limited edition, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it was an LFD limited edition, like the barber pole type thing, and it had the weird shape and. Uh, and I come up and I notice one of them is gone. That is a $22 cigar. Yeah. Right? And this guy who comes in is is well-to-do guy. This is not like, you know, um, this is a guy based on his job, I'm guessing makes well into the six, not well into the six figures, but certainly into six figures. Okay? Mm-hmm. But he always buys the same thing. He always buys Rocky Patel Edge Sumatras. I believe that's what he'd always smoked. Okay, and he'd buy them two, three at a time. Every single day, like clockwork. So, I come up to the register after he leaves, because the, the guy that I was working with had rung him up, and one of them was missing. And I said, hey man, did you did you ring this up for anybody? And he's like, no. So I go to the cameras, and, and sure enough, you know, you, kind, you see that he could have possibly done it, but it, the box was in a place where you didn't have straight visibility into like where the box was at, you know? Yeah. So anyway, I, I call him up and I said, Hey man, look, there's two options here. Okay. One, you don't bring back the cigar. I let everybody know you're a thief and I call the police Two, you bring the cigar back. We pretend nothing ever happened and you just don't come back here again. Yeah. About an, he goes, I'll have one of my guys bring it back. So one of his employees brings a cigar back. I say thank you. From that day forward, while I was there, which was like another six months, he used to have his employees come into the shop to buy his cigars for him. He never came back. Well. Couldn't face it. Can you imagine that conversation geez. with your employee, though, where you're like, can you just take this cigar to the shop? For no, me, he, for probably, no reason. he probably he probably didn't buy me more. No, he probably lied. He said something. He, he, he was like, he was like, yeah, I forgot to pay for it. I'm sorry. I said, I said, no, that we both know that's not true. It's like, come on, man. And it's interesting too, because like with all these guys that steal stuff, yeah. with cigars. Mm-hmm. If you just go into that lounge and you talk to some people. And you're, you know, you're like, hey man, I'm kind of down on my luck right now. Life kind of sucks. They're gonna fucking give you cigars. Let's be yeah. real about that. It's just yeah. gonna happen, right? 
But Kyle, like I don't, I don't the majority of people for it, but it happens. These people that are stealing cigars are not down on their luck. Yeah, no, they're not. This guy, this guy could afford uh, to buy boxes. Yep. For some reason, I don't know what that's about, but for some reason, it's a thing. Who knows? Who knows? What's man? the deal with that? Well, it's like those celebrities that get caught stealing something stupid. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. true. What the heck? Like <laughs> you, the you have millions of dollars, and you're yeah. Go to jail over twenty five dollars worth of shit. I think it's the thrill of not getting caught. Think so? Right. Yeah, I do. Maybe so. Maybe it is. So speaking of of getting caught with stuff, I got to ask if something was intentional or not. I want your opinions. Uh, if you look at the new Tatuaje, T-A-A, the 51, mm-hmm. you'd think it would say 51st. Right. But it says 51th, 51th. Mm-hmm. Think mm-hmm. that was intentional, or you think they screwed that up? <laughs> that was probably intentional. How do you screw that up? I mean, I guess it happens, but... I mean, it was the 50th before, so you just don't change your template enough. So the funny part about it was, well, they had to change the template because they took away the, the uh, Native American dude, and they replaced yeah, they him with. Uh, is that what that is? Yeah, like a cactus with a sombrero and sunglasses. Uh, something like that. Yeah, and uh, it was funny because on Tatawahe's Instagram, yeah, they turned it into a Mike Tyson meme. Yeah, I saw that. Um, but was that like, oh, intentionally? This is funny, or like we screwed up and we're gonna make fun of it now? I never heard. I don't know. I remember seeing that now that you mentioned it. Yeah, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to Tatuaje's Instagram, and um, all all Pete Johnson said was, "I I have to give credit to at to to Casey for this gem," and it said, uh, "Love me, love me some fifty first. and it's a thing of Michael uh, Mike Tyson. Yeah, I saw that. Next to the cigar, yeah. So, um, I mean, I think it's funny either way. Yeah, no, I mean, it's <laughs> it's either brilliant marketing or they made the best of a of a screw up. Yeah, that's fair. Cool. I have some funny stories about that recently. So, you too, uh, man. for the company I work for, I do a lot of their media design work and stuff. <clears throat> and I created these huge banners. They're uh, like five foot long, three feet tall. Giant banners with our states and our territory and stuff on it. Mm-hmm. So I create it. Um, the owner looks it over. Uh, wife looks it over. Several other people within the company looks it over. It goes to print. <laughs> At the same time. Um, we're working on, on an ad to go in a magazine. So I'm talking to the guy with the magazine, seeing what he needs and stuff. So he's like, what are you thinking? So I send him over the image of the banner. All he does is reply back, available spelled wrong. <laughs> 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 so I'd already printed, I mean, these are a couple hundred dollars a piece, not huge money, but a couple hundred dollars a piece. So I, I catch the print. We flip it to get it spelled right. We get one in. So I, I pull it up. And uh, we actually got the misprinted ones in first. But 
So I, I pull them up and I have all our guys in the office come through and I'm like, hey, can you find what's wrong? We're, we're just trying to test and see if anybody will even see it. You really can't tell available. The eye's in the wrong spot. So one of our engineer guys is reading over it and he goes, yeah, it says there's 19 states, but there's 20. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, uh, that's not the, that's not the uh, issue we were trying to catch here. Um, yeah, so there were two two issues with them. <laughs> nice. But, uh, yeah, so they're they're still misprinted. The magazine is corrected, but uh, our banners for all the trade shows are incorrect. That's if anybody counts, they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good thing nobody counts. Nobody will count. Nobody will see the available spelled wrong either. No, they don't pay attention. No. It's legit. So, anyhow. How's that burger, Kyle? Yeah, how is Dude, that? It's gone. It is way gone. She, she gone. A, well, okay, what kind of burger was it? It's a Culver's double cheeseburger. Culver's double cheeseburger. What's Culver's? Yeah, that thing was inhaled. What's Culver's? Like a Wisconsin Whataburger. Gotcha. Except it's going national. It's like huge. And Whataburger's not? Culver's is like a point of pride for people from Wisconsin. I'm I'm not 100% sure why, but <laughs> they love it. We got we got two things, well three things. We got we got cheese, we got alcoholism, and we got Culver's. Don't take one of these away from me. <laughs> what kind of cheese? Culver's. What kind of cheese you like? I like all kinds of cheese, man. Yeah. As long as it comes from a cow. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, Culver's actually isn't bad. That's not a bad place. Their food is relatively fresh. Yeah, for fast food, it's pretty good. But, I mean, yeah. you don't expect a sit-down meal at a fast food restaurant. Right. Yeah. So, that's legit. So, here's a question for you guys. Why is it that a butt dial... And a booty call are not the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, Cal. <laughs> All right, good topic. That's uh, yeah. yeah. Plain packaging in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. That's that's going to be interesting. Uh, you know, to see how that works out, man. I think there's going to be a bigger push for that. You know, again, Everywhere, they're not. Uh, it's possible. It's possible. Or they're going to have that, you know, they're going to make you cover up the boxes so much you're not even able to tell what it is. That's gross. What are they doing? They're I didn't hear. What is this? So the plain packaging stuff? Yeah, I didn't the hear. The idea is that your your cigars basically can't say what they are on the package. Mm. It's just a, a very plain package that says that there are cigars in there. And I think it can say the company name. Right, but that's it. So that's not. Uh, a, you have to know what you're buying. That's not a huge deal, right? Because once you flip the lid open, then you have what it is then inside, you have right? Plain brown bands that say the company's oh, name. Oh, it's got to be completely. And it's real gross. Yeah, uh, it's it's not visually interesting at all. Hmm. Tell you what, that's going to make for fascinating. <laughs> then you'll really get some interesting sales numbers. Yeah. I bet. Tell you what. So it would just sure say like social media. 
the bands yeah. the bands would just say like uh patina or romacraft or that's it yeah i think you can say like what what the brand is and maybe what the specific cigar is and that's it and it's in a certain font in certain colors right the oh, font wow. and the band are all specific colors you can't deviate so you'd walk into a cigar um, shop and every one of them looks the same other than one says patina habano and one says mm-hmm. romacraft pretty much aquitaine <laughs> pretty much so wow. if you were ever really interested in counterfeiting cuban cigars man that's that's an opportunity right they wouldn't even have bands to compare against wow what a mess pretty gross so canada's worse yeah. than the united states what's that so canada's worse than the united states Oh, by a long shot. Yeah, always has been. For Why do they care about cigars? What's Do they have a big cigar problem? Tobacco problem? They just don't like tobacco. Hmm. I think it's just low-hanging fruit. What about... But they but they have... They've, they've sold Cubans forever. Is that going to oh, be yeah. the stipulation for those, too? Because Cuba's not going to put those shitty bands on their cigars. No, it, it usually comes from, like, your distributors and folks are going to have to, like, basically oh, change put them. it in crappier packaging or they could sell it that way but i don't know if they will well then that's going to cost the distributor money too oh yeah because now they got to put them in different boxes and bands and and cigars are already ridiculously expensive in canada yeah what a mess that'll be fun yeah that's a joke and cow to get back to your your uh Thing about butt dialing versus booty call. <laughs> I don't know that it needs a review. <laughs> uh, let's discuss this at length. <laughs> a booty call. Nah, you know what? I'm not touching this. <laughs> you already started. You can't no, but I, I'm going to define butt dial. A butt dial is an unintentional call made due to keeping your phone unlocked. Now, the hope is that your butt dial goes to somebody you actually talk to on a normal basis. The worst is when that butt dial happens and it calls like somebody you haven't talked to in like five years and all of a sudden you got to have that awkward conversation like, yeah, man, just checking in, haven't talked to you for a long time. And it's like, you know damn well you didn't mean to call his ass, but you did anyway because of a butt dial. Well, your ass called his. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. So then you're basically just talking shit. In Cow's case, bullshit. That's all you got. When's the last time this has happened to anyone? Is this still a thing? Oh, yeah. I feel like it was more prevalent, though, when... uh, You had buttons on your phone. Yeah, when you had buttons. Mm -hmm. Like at your speed dial contacts or whatever. I don't think I've, I've accidentally called anyone since the invention of the iPhone. <laughs> it still happens. Like, if you forget to unlock your phone and it's, like, still... If you don't lock your phone and it's still, like, on your, you know, call log, yeah, it happens. I guess so. Yeah. Those are the kind of people that are peeing next to you in the urinal. <laughs> Probably so. <laughs> You guys could you guys could tackle a booty call. Booty call. Booty call Drew knows is on purpose. <laughs> Not an accident. <laughs> <laughs> Except the next day. <laughs> right. 
the cow. I learned something. Speaking of whatever, I don't know why this just reminded me of it. But you, you surprised the shit out of me last time we hung out. What did I do? You used to have piercings. Oh God, we're not getting into this. <laughs> we're not. Okay, right. go ahead if you want to. No, we're no, getting no, into no, this. I don't want to make you uncomfortable. That's fine. No, I was, no, I mean, so it's so just like, not that interesting. Piercings, well, no, more than one, then. Yes. Yeah, more than one. Two, to be very specific. I feel like Cow has this like alter ego that we yeah, just don't does. know about, man. Yeah, he does. I like it. <laughs> that that cow needs to come out some more. <laughs> <laughs> Stuck in the barn. Imagine he was the bull. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that back in your that piercing? Your crazy. <laughs> <laughs> is that back in your crazy crazy single days? Yeah, back in the day, man. Back in the day. Back in the day. I didn't think you were that much older than us. He's not. He's younger not. than both of us. Oh, you're younger? <laughs> <laughs> Dang. My bad. Cool. I didn't realize. Uh. You've got kids and all, and neither one of us do, so we automatically seem younger. You or you seem older. I mean, mentally, you're probably younger. All oh, I do definitely. Is, like, I'll agree with that. bourbon and smoke cigars and <laughs> hang out with my kids. Yeah, but you, you get kids, you automatically seem older. I don't, Look, I know That's 25-year-olds fair. that have kids that seem older than I am, and I've got <laughs> 10 years on them. That's legit. Is that our deep thought with Drew tonight? That's it. That's the deep thought. <laughs> If you have kids, you're fucking old. <laughs> you just seem fucking old. Not that you That's are. Fair. How old are you? Do you do you care to say? I'm 34. Oh, pff. you're our age. Yeah, same basic age. Yeah. But yeah, my my younger and wilder days are way gone. Yeah, yeah. We'll bring them back. That's how it works. Yeah, oh. when I'm like 60 or something. Oh yeah, dude. We'll get some. We'll get some new piercings. There we go. <laughs> Replace the old ones. Exactly. <clears throat> Cows bringing sexy back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Them other bulls don't know how to act. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, man. The cow. Some, somebody, was just, guys, uh, somebody was just drinking yeah. something, listening to this podcast, and they just spit it out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How did you uh, or either of you guys smoke anything interesting recently? Um, well, I already talked about the Blind Man Maduro. Uh, yeah. It was good, man. I d- it was pretty new, right? It, didn't it just come out? Yeah. Last, mm-hmm. yeah, couple, couple months or so. It was good. I haven't had anything from Caldwell in a while, so. Really? It's been a while, yeah. I, I love Caldwell, but I haven't had anything from them in a while. Yeah, it's fair. No, man, that's uh, a tough thing, dude, is like you could love a, a brand or a cigar a lot. And then, but when you like actually think about it, about like how often you actually smoke that cigar or or that brand, I think you sometimes will shock yourself how little of it you actually do smoke, no matter Regardless of how much you actually like it. Right. 
there's just too many things out there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, I do, uh, I do think it's interesting, man, that I still think the most interesting part about the cigar business and cigar industry will continue to be shocking the hell out of people when you take a band off of a cigar that you know they've smoked and then giving it to them without a band and then seeing what they really think. Mm -hmm. I think that is the, the greatest thing ever. I don't know why. I don't know why. It's very different out of that. And that, that reminds me of um, a cigar that we smoked recently for a, a blind review. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to give a shout out to, to Oliver and the United crew here. Um, so so I do the, the, the blind reviews on Small Batch Cigar, right? And we've done over 80 of them. And each reviewer, there's three of us, gives uh, a recommendation for a friend. Would you recommend they buy a single, they buy a five pack, or they buy a box, right? And every one of us gives a different different recommendation. We almost never agree entirely. And for the first time in over 80 cigars, we all agreed on a box, which is pretty momentous, right? And it was nice. the friggin' Atabay, which is like a great cigar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So if you're looking for a cigar to buy, tough to go wrong there. Which one was it? Uh, I don't remember the size. Gotcha. Pretty pretty girthy though. Pretty girthy. Buy them by the box. <laughs> that's what she said. Pretty girthy. Yeah, that, that's a that's a great cigar. Very very good cigar. Which you smoke so, anything good, Mo? What's that? Did you smoke anything good recently? <sighs> you know, man, I've been smoking. Uh, did I smoke anything? That caught my attention. You know a cigar I revisited this past week that I haven't smoked in a very, very long time? It was a Herrera Esteli. Yeah. The, uh, the original. I smoked that the other day. It's pretty damn good, man. Nice. It's a good cigar. I still think the Miami edition is the best one in that lineup, but the original is pretty damn good. So. Rocks that cedar. The what? It's very <laughs> full of cedar. Rocks. Oh, oh. Flavors, rocks the cedar. It rocks yeah. the cedar. The cedar. The cedar. That's... Hmm. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Cal, what else you got? So here's a, an interesting one. Mostly I just found it kind of fascinating i was reading an article the other day uh in a magazine and the idea that they were pushing was that men typically don't have these strong supportive friendships because they've been taught that feelings are mostly for women right yeah men end up relying on women for emotional support because they don't know to have know how to have real friendships with other guys um so i thought that was pretty interesting on its own but then i started thinking about how a lot of the conversations i've had in cigar shops kind of paint a different picture, right? I think cigar shops and cigar culture actually bring something different to the table. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was kind of interesting. I don't know if you guys had thoughts on that. Where was this? It was in Harper's Bazaar. Hmm. I, think, I think there's a lot of truth to that. I think we are trained not to open up our feelings about uh, 
Villains you know, are stupid. But I've had some pretty pretty deep conversations with people at cigar shops that I've only known through smoking mm-hmm. cigars together. Mm-hmm. Right. So I feel like that's sort of like a one way that could be like an antidote to that culture. So we'll just tax them out of business and close them all, right? Yeah. There was, um, interestingly, speaking of social or, or uh, things that we do and why we do them, I, I have, and we'll talk about this next week because, um, because we've already been talking for an hour, and then it'll be interesting to have Danny on to talk <laughs> about this. But there was like a, a, a survey of 150 cigar smokers, and they responded about why they smoke cigars, whether they look at it as more of a social thing, uh, a by-yourself thing, what gets them to smoke a cigar. And uh, I'd like to go over that next week. I think it'll be very interesting. Awesome. To kind of talk about that. And I will tell you what really surprised me was how far down the list that the sexiness factor determined why somebody smoked a cigar or not. Really? Yes. I've literally never felt sexy while I was smoking a cigar. I didn't ever think that. I will tell you that do you feel sexy when you smoke cigars, Bob? <laughs> Do I know? But there are there are a segment of the population that views. I mean, how many times have you heard a guy make an inappropriate comment to a woman smoking a cigar? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, all those are time. all single people who don't have a, a chance anyway. Right, but or or married guys trying to. If be, I wasn't whatever. married, <laughs> or Dave's dad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but. The other is the other way is true too. There there are women that will look at a guy smoking a cigar and think that that's an attractive thing. Absolutely, I'm sure that there happens. are, but there's not there's not a plethora of <laughs> no. women that are like, "Ooh, my guy needs to be smoking cigars because <laughs> that's hot. right." It's a deal breaker, <clears throat> yeah. But uh, hmm, that will be that'll be good to dive into. Well. Yeah, I'll try to get something put together uh, that we could, you know, kind of flow through them because it's a bunch of different charts, you know, with with the respondents' answers. So, who did this? Yeah. Uh, who did this survey? Mm, I don't know. I'm gonna have to get that. Okay. It is interesting though. It's one of the the few sources I think of real male bonding that happens anymore. What as mm-hmm. weird as that is to say. Cigar shop in the gym. It's all you need. <laughs> That's the way it is. And this podcast. That's, the way it is. That's right. <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> and standing next to other guys at urinals. The old, <laughs> the old close pan. <laughs> yeah, but that, that, there's no doubt about it, though, that uh, Kyle, I think you're onto something with that. Because, like, how many places are there where you actually learn what it is to, like, be, like, a real honest-to-goodness, like, man or gentleman or anything like that, right? There are not that many. Nor is it encouraged. No, it's definitely not. It's not, man. Look at, when when you're living in a society where, I mean, let's just be real. 
the guys that cut corners, the guys that are dishonest, the guys that are whatever, their behaviors are being rewarded, mm-hmm. right? So sure. what's your incentive to be a gentleman? What's your incentive to be a good guy or to be honest in business or to do things the right way? Nice guys finish last. And then you have like these people that, you know, are, they prey on people that are, I mean, yeah. man. Yeah, that's true too. If I were to share some shit that, that I've been dealing with the past couple months just with different stuff, you guys are like, holy shit. So and me, I have shared with you guys some of it, obviously. But um, Me and my wife talked about this the other day. Um, we've got some friends that have kids and stuff, and I don't know why kids came up, but cow. But, like, kids these days, how do you raise them to be, like, I, I don't know, like good people <laughs> but still not get taken advantage of? No, it's damn near impossible. I know. It's almost like if you're going to be a good person, you got to like have this threshold of how much you want bullshit you're willing to take. Yeah, to not but like give yourself. Give you're up yourself you're still you going to get taken advantage of. Period. Yeah, you've got right. to get that that level of. Ooh, that's too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had enough. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy man, and it's only getting worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Especially as, as the internet and everything else understands everything about your life. Right? Mm-hmm. Nobody has to even look you in the face. They just throw an ad in front of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They know how to get you without you knowing it. Yep. Tune in uh, next week. For yeah, next week. Yeah, next week could be pretty deep. Could be. Or it could be a shit show. Could be that. Too. <laughs> or it could be both. <laughs> Could be both. Could be both. You are correct. <laughs> so I have one more, one more. Yeah, go for it, man. That I want to throw in there. Think away. If you, yeah, this is this is just for fun. If you clean a vacuum cleaner, you have become a vacuum cleaner. Only if you suck it. No, no, because no, you're cleaning a vacuum. <laughs> yeah. You're a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> you are now a vacuum cleaner. Which is just weird. That is that is true. A little weird to think about, but I, I like it. Deep thoughts with Cal. the absolute end of anything that I understand at this point. <laughs> <laughs> that cheeseburger is going to your head, man. Oh, it was so fucking good. <laughs> All right, guys. Well. Welp. <laughs> we'll catch up with you next week. We'll keep up with it. Let's get deep. All right, guys. Have a good one. You guys too. Thank you for listening to the Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. Be sure to check us out on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, Email us either about the podcast or about our cigar line at thesaltandsmoke at gmail.com. Also, uh, if you want any salt and smoke gear, please get onto our website and to our online store. We have shirts and hats. If you're looking for anything else, please let us know and we'll get it up there for you. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, talk to you again next week.